With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey there, this is Holly and welcome to Gap to Gap Radio. This is my virtual academy segment where I try to um, offer some thoughts on helping improve uh, the game, actually, uh, skills, uh, coaching technique uh, from, uh, from all kinds of perspectives, all kinds of uh, topics and everything. So more information on Virtual Academies on National uh, Fast Pitch Academy site, nationalfastpitchacademy.com. That information is down in the uh, description. So the title is Coach's Tips During Game Instruction. So I did write a blog about this at one time, and it is something that I learned as a uh, younger coach, and it really helped uh, quite a bit of a lot. Not only did it help me be more successful, our teams be more successful on the field, uh, it helped redefine what the games were, helped redefine what practice was, and it also made my life and everybody else's life a little bit easier. And Basically, during game instruction, I'm talking about you know, uh, just instructions that we're giving our players during the game. Now, one of the things I think happens is that uh, we see college basketball uh, coaches up and down all the time uh, doing a lot of yelling. I, I, I'm not uh, very familiar with the sport of football. Uh, you see them, I guess, with the headsets, and they're doing a lot of di- uh, things like that, but the players are farther away and I don't even know if they can hear uh, too much at all from the uh, from the coaches, so maybe there's not a lot going on there. But in basketball, there is. And in, in the sport of softball, it's so much easier to to uh, give instructions. The uh, availability of the of the ear of the athlete is there. And uh, there's a couple different aspects of game instruction that I want to talk about. So the first thing is I remember, and part of the uh, the thing I want to uh, bring up is. When I was a young coach, I heard a uh, uh, ex, you know, someone that was a college coach was talking about uh, it was a bad game and they were struggling. And the coach at the end of the game was talking to him. Uh, this is a post-game d- discussion. Was talking to him and pretty much said, "We weren't very good at that today. We need to get better at that in practice." Now I'm going to say a couple disclaimers. Number one is uh, I do get it. I get. Uh, the desire to do teaching all the time, and there is there are ways to teach during the game. Uh, that uh, that then there's ways that we got to avoid teaching during the game. I also get it that if you are uh, I was a college coach, we had fall practices, we had uh, what maybe twice the number of practices at least than we did games, and we had the ability to teach college age. Uh, athletes that have the ability to to learn a little bit quicker than maybe your uh, 12 and under team. And I get the the desire and the thought about teaching because, again, travel teams don't practice a lot. So that's the opposite aspect is you're almost always playing. But uh, I'm going to say, I said I do get that. I do understand the the difference and stuff, but I'm going to say that it's not effective 
during the game instruction is not very effective. For example, I'll give you an example like in hitting. Uh, most of the things that we get uh, that we have to do in hitting is if we're going to change to get better some technique that we're doing in our swing, that isn't just, okay, you tell me to do that and I do that. Uh, if it was that easy, then uh, the world would be completely different in the sport of softball. It is difficult to make any kind of changes verbally very quickly. And then changes will have a tendency to, uh, to actually change your timing. So even though your swing gets better, so if you're a third base coaching to say, hey, you need to um, uh, whatever, uh, lead with your hands. You've got to stay inside the ball or something like that. Okay, now the hitter's thinking about their hands. They're not thinking about hitting the ball. They're thinking about you saying something to them, and they're thinking, oh, the coach is mad at me or whatever. They're thinking about all these type of things. And uh, other than the thing that she needs to be talking about, thinking about is just hitting the ball. And uh, leading with the hands, again, is staying inside the ball, whatever you want to say. That's a hard technique to develop, and it's something that those of us that are instructors and coaches, we work on hitters a lot. And it takes a long time to do that. Even hitters that maybe if I'm coaching third that I've been working on staying inside the ball and stuff is not going to work very good because, again, it distracts them from what they need to do. The sport of softball is a focused, concentrating type of sport. The hitter needs to be in there thinking about not what their body is doing, but just thinking about hitting the ball. If you want her to get better, then that needs to be done outside of practice. It needs to be done through lessons. It needs to be done through practice. It needs to be done through drills and things at home. So during the, the game instruction, now, again, let's say you have a shortstop and she's playing too deep and uh, you got a fast slap hitter. You want your shortstop to play in. That's the in-game instruction that you can give. You can get her to come in, and then uh, it's going to be something that she can do very quickly. It's not going to be distracting necessarily depends on how you do it, of course, or when you do it, but that's kind of in-game uh, instruction that you can give. Now, one of the things you may want to do in that situation is she gets off the field. You can take her and say, all right, here's what I was doing. I brought you in because she's a slap hitter. She's quick. It's going to help you get to the ball a little bit quicker. It's going to make you be able to throw her out. If you play too deep, it, the ball is going to take too long to get to. You can kind of explain to her at that point. And I would say, too, you can do in situations in practice, like you can come up, okay, we have this hitter, and you can identify the hitter where they can learn how to position themselves uh, a little bit more on their own. But that's part of, part of the game. So there are situations where you can do game uh, during game instructions. Um, but mostly, like in, in the approach of hitters, let them go. Don't say too much. See the ball. Hit the ball. Uh, th that type of thing. Uh, if you start talking too much mechanics, too much teaching, uh, they're going to get very, very distracted and it's going to be very self-defeating and they're not going to work very good there. Um, defensive positioning, sure, you can do all kinds of game um, game day instructions there. Um, you can do those type of things. Pitching, you can do a little bit more because she's got a little bit more control of what you're doing. But even if you can't, it may take away from her uh, her rhythm and uh, her control because she's thinking about grip or mechanics and not thinking about focusing on getting the ball uh, to the glove, that sort of thing. So be very, very conscious of that. Uh, one of the things that I learned as a young coach, I used to get really upset at my catchers for not doing a very good job of blocking. 
and uh, they weren't blocking the ball in the dirt very well. And I was yelling on an ongoing basis, yelling at my catchers for not blocking the ball, thinking, okay, that's going to work. I just yell at them, and that's, all of a sudden they're going to do it. I, again, it's catching or it's college. And I think for the most part, even the young girls and stuff, I think no catcher wants the ball to get by them. No catcher wants to not be good at blocking. I know that they wanted to be good at blocking. It wasn't because they were uh, – not trying they just didn't uh, know how to do it very well so I kind of took the advice of that coach I was talking about instead of yelling at them I would start doing drills on a regular basis on my catchers blocking and I would have them block almost every single day and I had a blocking drill course it's coach it's uh, your coach in college you can have them do the drills if you're younger you have to do it as a your assistant coaches or do uh, yourself but if you do a regular blocking drills all of a sudden, I didn't have to yell anymore. They were able to block a lot better. And uh, if they didn't block as well, then we would work harder at it. Or the, the the catcher was just not very good and wouldn't be back there at that point. So um, so it made it a whole lot easier uh, in that regard in, in coaching. And so so I think it it helps if you take this attitude as much as you can. There are some things, but try to err on the side of uh, let the players play the game. It is for the game, it is for them. Let them play. Do as much teaching and preparing as you can before the game, after the game, uh, you know, in between games as much as you can. Now, tournaments, you can do, and of course, it's going to be 100 degrees sometimes. It's going to be hot. And you're going to have a long tournament. Before the first game, pick something maybe you want to work on as that would be simple if it's blocking or if it's um, uh, communication drills where they're calling for the ball or something like that. Uh, pick something you can work on at each tournament. Just kind of uh, do that. But you're going to need to, if you're not practicing very much, they're not going to get that much better. They are going to get a little bit better from yelling at them uh, sometimes, but most likely not. And it's going to be uh, actually uh, the opposite. They're not going to do uh, that much at all. So try to practice, even if it's quick practices where you're just doing some things, you don't have to hit at effort practice. You can just do defensive work or you can just hit. You can just do some things like that on uh, um, uh, during the practice and everything. So on that top is, our topic also is like, uh, during this is during game instruction, but I'm going to add post-game instruction. Oh, my gosh, I know early in my coaching career, and I know a lot of us do it, and I did it a little bit even later. We have a tendency to take them in the outfield and sit them down and tell them how it should have been done and uh, get mad and say, each player, this is what you did, this is what you did, and things like that. Again, it's going to be, you know, they're, they're, especially if it's um, uh, deep in a tournament, they're tired, they're hot. A lot of things are going to be uh, going on at that point. They probably, if they're at least older, they probably already know they messed up. So you don't have to tell them they messed up. Uh, and again, the technique, the the practice stuff, if they're doing it, sometimes they may just have a bad day. Uh, then you just kind of let it go. Uh, but if it's something that they're doing regularly, yelling at them in the outfield is not going to do the trick. It's just not going to get it done. Um, you have to take it into practice and work harder at practice uh, whenever you can find practice. Uh, begin yelling them is not going to do anything. Now, again, to me, this is, was my pet peeve. If they didn't play hard, if they didn't hustle, uh, if they, as a group uh, or a lot of the players weren't working very hard, I would take that uh, opportunity to get aggravated at them for not playing hard or not hustling 
or something. Or I would take that opportunity to remind them some things that I know we've worked at and say, hey, uh, you know, when it's uh, your runner on first, you don't make the first out at third. You don't make the third out at third. Uh, some rules like that just kind of remind them kind of quickly. But mainly the, the post meeting is uh, try, you know, if the game is over, try to get them prepared for the next game. They've got to be optimistic. They've got to be positive. Say, we need to work harder at these things. Hey, we didn't do very good at uh, the change-up today. Really got us. She was really good. Uh, we need to work a little bit harder on the change-up next time. We need to do this a little bit harder. But yelling at them isn't going to do any good. Uh, give them the next game schedule. Uh, I liked making sure I know who the, the, the pitcher knows uh, when she's pitching. I think that's really important, especially and maybe the catcher, because it, especially in the heat, to prepare for that a little bit. Um, and uh, uh, when you're playing, who you're playing, where it's going to be, any of those next game details they need to know uh, post game. Are you going to meet as a team? You're going to do anything at that point. So try to be more uh, on that uplifting and, and informational on the post game. The yelling and screaming and stuff like that isn't uh, isn't going to get it too much. In fact. Uh, it's it's rare to see really good college coaches yell and scream very much. Um, maybe at practice and stuff. I do think practice is when you may see it a little bit more where you're pushing them to, to work harder. But um, uh, you know, but then you'll see a lot of yelling and screaming from um, uh, the game instruction from the coaches during the game, and you don't see it in college. And there's a reason, because they've been coaching a long time. They know it's it's not that beneficial. On that topic, I will say this again. If you're a parent, uh, honestly, yelling game instruction stuff from the uh, – even if it's really good instruction – is going to be distracting and everything, encouraging, go, uh, you know, go to the uh, attitude that you're going to encourage. You're going to uh, cheer on everyone equally as much as you can, uh, not just your daughter, but uh, be optimistic, positive. Uh, if, if you're seeing your daughter not doing some things uh, that she should be doing, uh, say something to the instructor. If she's taking lessons saying she's doing this, can we work on this? Uh, what do you think about this? Say something to the coach. Can she get better at this? Those type of things. There's a time for that, usually the next day after a game, so you can get past any emotions. Uh, but uh, be uplifting, encouraging. It does nothing for someone from the bleachers, a parent or even, even if a parent is uh, a college, uh, all, uh, the, the best college hitting instructor on the planet, they don't need to be yelling instruction from the bleachers because it's going to be distracting. It's going to take away from what the coach is trying to do and it's going to be uh, uh, not beneficial at all. So be more encouraging, be more of a fan than a coach. Uh, I think the world would be a whole lot better at that point on that topic. Let the umpires go. Um, you know, they're, they're uh, just let them go. Uh, let the coach, the head coach, uh, the head manager, whatever the person's in charge, let that person take care of the umpire. However, they want to do that. Uh, but uh, yelling at the umpire and stuff like that, just they're going to make mistakes and they're going to, some of them are going to be horrible. And I've, and I'm not a big fan of bad umpiring as a coach. And I, as a head coach for a long time, it was my job to do, to take care of the coach or the umpire as much as I could. The thing is umpires, not one time, and I argued a lot, not one time did the umpire change the call when I argued it. Now, if it was a ruling and you can get them to discuss it, yes, sometimes that happens and you do it calmly and you don't do it from the bleachers. You don't do it from the parents. You do it from the head coach. 
but let them go. You know, there's a, a lot of stuff we can do that's more positive and uplifting and, and beneficial and being a good team player and being a good team organization and uh, just a good citizens overall than to yelling at umpires for every time they make a mistake and stuff like you don't make mistakes or you haven't made mistakes. Uh, get back time. You never umpired. Uh, then uh, most likely if you have umpired, you're not yelling too much. If you haven't umpired, you probably don't know how hard it is, especially uh, with a, uh, with a youth softball and stuff. So get on my soapbox a little bit and everything. That's kind of uh, um, what a, a few things I wanted to say. Coaches, Teach during the practices, uh, let them play during the game. Teach uh, during the practices, let them play during the games. Post-game instruction, more of just, hey, this is what we're going to do next. Parents, let them play. Enjoy it. Relax. It's a game. It's supposed to be fun, not a bunch of yelling and screaming and stuff. And um, so that's what I got to say. Uh, you can. Uh, there's information on the description. There's some links there, the National Fast Pitch Academy I have a virtual academy that I've been working on there. It's a directory there that's got blogs, radio shows, podcasts, videos, um, those type of things, and I'm going to continue to add to that. So um, check that out, uh, and uh, you can listen to any other show before this. So hope to hear from you. Have a great day, and thank you for listening. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.